Hi, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing. My name is Maddie Ray, and I am so grateful and excited that God has led you here. This podcast is where we will unravel the details of our lives and see God's hand in every situation. Together, we will walk, learn, and grow in our faith. My prayer is that you would experience breakthrough and true intimacy with Jesus as we learn to rest on his word and promises together. Jeremiah 29:13 promises, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I want to assure you that God sees you and is with you right now. I pray that the Father would open your heart as you hear today's message. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Perfect Timing. My name is Maddie, and I am the host for this podcast. First, I just wanted to thank you guys. I wanted to thank you so much for continuing to listen to this podcast. I just pray that God continues to speak to you, to reveal himself to you, and that you would know him more after today's episode. And so I wanted to start off this episode with Psalm 5110. It says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. God's intention and the Holy Spirit's job is to create a pure heart in us, to draw out everything that does not glorify God or his kingdom. All of our sinful ways, our sinful responses, the selfishness, the deceit, and everything that lies deep within our hearts, below the surface, the things that we don't even know is there, the things that we would never be able to discover without the help of the Holy Spirit. And Hebrews 4, 12 through 13 says, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one to whom we are accountable. There is nothing that we can hide from God. He is omnipresent. He sees all. He knows all. And he knows us better than we know ourselves. And it's kind of scary to think that there is so much hidden in our heart that we aren't even aware of. But that is why it is such a relief to me personally to be walking with the Holy Spirit. Because we can trust that as we go on living our life, that God's Holy Spirit will speak to us when it's necessary. He will correct us and teach us and guide us in living a life of righteousness. It is nothing that we can do on our own strength. And any sort of healing that I ever did apart from God was only temporary. And it never actually created that transformation from deep within me that I was looking for. All of the self-help books, the courses, the coaches I had were basically teaching behavior modification. 
I would be able to act this ideal way that I wanted to for a short time, but I would always fall back into how I knew myself to always be. And the issue with behavior modification is that it's temporary because you're not getting to the root of the issue. There's a reason that we do the things that we do. There's a reason we act in certain ways. There's a reason we think certain things. And we have to heal the root in order to produce different fruit. And that came straight from the Holy Spirit. You guys, I have no idea where that came from. I don't even think I've ever heard that before, but thank you, Holy Spirit. (laughs) And when you do it without God or when you're doing it on your own strength, it's not going to be this true transformation. You're not going to actually feel any different because you need an actual heart transplant. You need the help of the Holy Spirit working within you to actually become like Christ. You need a revelation and you need to experience God's love in order to be truly transformed. It's something that's from the inside out. We can't start with our behaviors and try to work inward. We have to start inward at our soul, at our spirit level, and we have to work outward toward the body. In my day-to-day, I usually have a pretty long to-do list. And a lot of the time, I can feel this underlying current of anxiousness and haste. I always feel like I'm rushing because I need to get everything done or because I don't think I'm going to have enough time or because I'm trying so hard to do everything perfectly and then I usually end up getting nothing done because I'm so overwhelmed (laughs) and because I just don't want to mess it up. And John 6.63 says, The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. And so when I'm feeling this way, when I'm feeling anxious and when I'm feeling like I need to rush, it's because I'm not resting in God's peace. I'm not resting in God's presence. I'm not resting in the truth of God. I'm not resting in the fact that he has perfect timing and I don't have to rush and I don't have to get everything done today. I just have to get done what God's asking of me. And this is all to say that I'm living this performance-based lifestyle. I think that I have to do everything perfectly. I'm trying to work for something that God has already freely given me. And in my mind, I know that I was saved by grace and grace alone through faith in Jesus Christ. It was not by my works, that is for sure. It was not because I was living some righteous lifestyle. It's not because I was living some perfect life and I was doing all the good things and God was like, oh, I'm choosing her because she's living this amazingly perfect life, sinless life. I was actually the furthest from that when Jesus found me. I was at my worst. Almost every single thing I was doing was sin. (laughs) when Jesus saved me. And so when I reflect back on that, it's funny because I know I wasn't saved by anything I did. So why is it now that two years later into my walk with Jesus, I'm trying to earn something that God already freely gave me? I'm trying to work for something 
that God already did. I He already gave me the salvation that I'm trying to work for. I don't have to do everything perfect to be saved. I don't have to live this amazing lifestyle and do every single thing that I think is right and try to live by the law in order to have all of these promises that God has given me. And the reason that I'm living this kind of lifestyle is because I have rotten roots. I have roots that tell me that I need to work for love. I need to work to get my needs met. It's not safe for me to completely surrender and just trust God because I might get hurt. I have to protect myself. I have to please Him and I have to do everything perfect in order to gain something from God. And that is the issue right there, trying to gain something. It's self-centeredness, making everything about me. It's the root of all of our problems, making something about myself instead of making everything about the holiness and the awe of God and of his grace and of his mercy and of how big and amazing that he truly is. This life is not about us, you guys. It's about him. It's not about every area where I lack. It's about where every area that Christ comes in to fill that lack, to fill everything that I'm missing, to fill the law that I could never attain to. But when I am trying to please God, I'm trying to become good. I'm living this performance-based life. I'm depending on my own strength to do things. And I have the complete wrong motives and wrong intentions. And I'm doing things from a place of fear. Fear that I'm not going to get the love I desire. Fear that I'm not going to have my needs met. Fear that I'm going to be abandoned and alone. And when I'm doing things with the wrong motives, I'm not going to grow. I'm going to stay stuck and I'm going to be tired, I'm going to get frustrated, and I'm going to get angry. I'm going to stay in the same loops over and over and over again because I'm doing everything in my own strength. I'm not doing it in the Holy Spirit's. And that's why it's so important for me to know who God is and not to just know who he is, but to know his word, to know his promises, and to know his truth. And the truth is that he will never leave or forsake me. He is always with me, that he will strengthen me and that he will help me, that he will uphold me with his righteous right hand and that he loves me so much that he gave his only begotten son. I cannot do things with the motive and the intention of trying to please God. Nothing that I do as a human being in my own strength can add anything to God. He is already whole. He doesn't need me to be perfect in order for him to be happy. Does it please him when I glorify him and the kingdom? Of course. It puts a smile on his face. But he does not depend on me for his joy. I am not his source of joy. And when I put that pressure on myself, I'm coming from that place of fear. And I'm not able to do the things that God is calling me to do in the manner that he's wanting me to do them. And I have to move from trying to please God into trusting God. 
Because when I'm trying to please God, it makes it really difficult to trust him. But when I can trust God, pleasing him is automatic. John 6, 28 through 29 says, Then they asked him, What must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Our work is just to believe in his son, Jesus. It is nothing more than that. Even if I never did another thing for God again, he would still love me as much as he does right now. We can never gain eternal life by doing good things. It is only by God's spirit that we can know him, that we can know his will, that we can gain understanding, that we can gain wisdom, that we can do good works. It is only by God's Holy Spirit. It is by God's grace that we are saved through faith in Jesus. It is not by works. He doesn't want my service. He wants me. All of this is about a relationship with Jesus Christ. And anything that we try to do to get life outside of Christ is called an idol, even if it's serving God. Oswald Chambers said that, The greatest competitor of true devotion to Jesus is the service we do for him. It's easier to serve than to pour out our lives completely for him. And Matthew 20, 28 says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Service is supposed to be an overflow. And before we can truly be of service in the way that Jesus was, before we can truly lay our life down in a God-honoring way, he has to bring us into a proper relationship with himself. Again, it's by nothing that we do. It is God's job to do that. It is the Holy Spirit's job. And once that relationship has been established, then we can serve him out of our own motivation of pure love for God. And this is where we have to come to the end of ourselves, where we have to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal our self-centered motives because God can't heal what we aren't aware of. And so I want to invite you to ask yourself these questions, to sit with the Holy Spirit. Why do I do what I do? Is it out of selflessness or is it out of selfishness? Is it out of love or is it out of fear? Is it for my benefit or is it purely in service to others? When we are doing things from self-centeredness, we are doing things to gain something from somebody. We're doing things for my, for our own benefit. And a lot of the time, we're not even aware of it. We think that we're doing the best thing. We think that we're doing what's right and what's good. But the true motives behind that are really about us. For example, any time that I argue or get upset at my husband, it is coming from a place of self-centeredness. It's coming from a place of being fearful or being frustrated. 
because I'm not getting what I want in the moment or because I want to make sure that I'm getting my point across. I want to make sure that he hears what I'm saying. I want to be understood. Essentially, I'm seeking myself. I'm seeking my own. And that is not love because love does not seek its own. And in my experience, whenever I have held my tongue, whenever I have actually changed my heart posture and actually listened and validated the other person, they have ended up coming around totally on their own without me even having to say anything, without me even having to try to get my point across or try to be heard by them. They have just come back to me and seen their part in it. Because when we pursue peace and when we keep doing good without getting tired, without growing weary, God is able to do his job. But when I intervene with my own ways and my own thoughts and what I think is right and my fears and my rotten roots, because I truly don't have the right motives, I cause more harm and I cause more damage And it takes longer for God to work in that situation. And there's more he has to undo now because I just had to get my point across. (laughs) And John 640 says, For it is my Father's will that all who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. And what the Holy Spirit highlighted to me here was, It is the Father's will that all who see His Son. And there are two parts to this. There's the part of Jesus actually revealing Himself to somebody in their heart and in their mind. And then there's this part of Christ in me. People seeing Christ in me. And that's when I realized like that is why I'm here. God invites us to be a part of his plan. He invites us to be his hands, to be his feet, to be the light of the world for other people. And honestly, most people are not going to sit down and read the Bible when they know absolutely nothing about God, nothing about Christ, when they didn't grow up in religion like I did. And you might be the only representation of Christ that somebody comes across in their entire lifetime. And it is so important for us to keep that perspective in every relationship, in every encounter with people. You are a walking representation of God, of God's kingdom. And God has invited you to be a part of that, to be a part of his plan. And when we can take the focus off of ourselves and how we feel and our circumstances and we can put it back on God's glory and how amazing God is, everything changes. This is not about me. This is not about us. I am purely here for God's glory. I'm here to serve others, to think of myself less and others more, to pursue peace, 
and to pursue righteousness. And so I just invite you as you go on with your week to really invite the Holy Spirit in. Allow him to show you your motives. Allow him to show you the roots, the reasons behind why you do certain things and that you bring them to the feet of Jesus so that he can heal them and so that he can truly transform you so that you can experience breakthrough and not be stuck in the same loops and the same patterns. And that is it for today's podcast. Thank you all so much. I am so excited to be on episode five (laughs) of this podcast. It is further along than I honestly thought it would go. So all thanks to God and the Holy Spirit (laughs) and honestly, all the people around me in my life that allow God to speak through them to keep me motivated and to keep me pursuing this path that God has me on. So thank you guys. I love you and God bless.